This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Hello and welcome to The Chair. My name is Amy Bauman, and I'm with For His Glory Ministry, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today. We come together every week, figure out what chair we're sitting in, look at God's Word, apply it to our lives, hopefully, prayerfully become encouraged as we continue to follow Jesus. So thanks so much for being here today, for joining us. And if you're a first-time guest, just a very special welcome to you. If you know anything about me, you'll know that my husband and I really enjoy motorcycling. We have a 2001 Honda Goldwing, and even though it's over 20 years old, it looks almost like it's brand new. That's how well my husband takes care of it. So we truly enjoy motorcycling and getting lost on old back roads and enjoying God's creation. And also, if you know me, um, you'll know that a lot of the topics that come for the chair are words that, that God give me while I'm out doing life. And today's topic was one of those words that came from God. And it was while we were out on a motorcycle ride with friends driving into a storm. And so today's topic, today's message is about how choice equals consequence and that we really need to be mindful of the choices that we make because there are consequences for our actions. And I just pray that um, this is something that you need to hear today and you can apply this to your own journey. But before we get started, let's open this up with prayer. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for how much you love us. And I thank you for the strength that you give us and the strength that you give me as we walk out our faith each day. And so right now, in Jesus' name, I cancel the plans of the enemy. He is not allowed to manifest. He is not allowed to work and move. And Holy Spirit, I invite you into this time. I pray for a fresh anointing that I will speak your truth with love. I am nothing without you. And so I pray for your strength today to speak your truth with love. We love you and praise you and thank you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I mentioned, we, we love motorcycles. We love motorcycling. And we have some friends that we motorcycle with. Typically, it's a group tech. Someone will say, hey, we're, we're going here. Does anybody want to come along? And typically, there's a, a destination, uh, maybe a restaurant where we'll ride for a couple hours, eat lunch or dinner, and then come back. And so that's what we did last Sunday. A group text was sent out. And who wants to go for a motorcycle ride? And, and so what we always do whenever we're going to go out is we check the weather. And so my husband and I got on our phones and was like looking at the forecast. And there was a percentage of rain. I think it was like 30 or 40%. And we were going to go north up um, Michigan, the coastline of Michigan, 
um, here's the map, right? So we're about here. So we were going to drive up and go to Baldwin, which was a couple, couple hours away. And we're like, okay, there's a chance of rain, you know, uh, we'll make sure that we have our jackets and, and things like that. And in case it does. So we knew going into the ride that there was a chance of rain. So we all meet up, we get together, we get on the road and the farther north we get, the darker and darker it gets. And I remember at one point I'm, I'm on the back, I'm holding on, I'm looking at the sky and it is just black. It's, it, it's going to start raining any minute. And I remember <laughs> my first instinct was, Lord, I don't want to get wet. But that's not what I prayed. You see, in that moment, right at that moment, I realized that we made the choice to drive into the storm. We made the choice looking at the weather, looking at the percentage to make the trip. And so it didn't really seem fair to me to ask the Lord for it not to rain when all the signs led to rain. And so in that moment, I stopped my prayer of Lord, please don't let it rain to Lord, please keep us safe on this road and please keep the other riders safe on this road. And I think in that moment, right, that was a, sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. That was a maturing moment for me because in my past life, I would have cried out to the Lord and said, Lord, save me from this situation. Even though I had made the choices to get to that point in my life. And trust me, I've been in some really challenging situations. Years of spending money that we didn't have eventually led to bankruptcy. And here's a choice, right? A choice to get up every day and spend, which led to the consequence of being so far into debt and so upside down that that was the only decision, which is to declare bankruptcy. Years of bad choices in the marriage and the damage that was irreparable to the consequence that the marriage ended and there was really no way out too much damage had been done and so the choices that we make are the consequences that will come our way whether we like it or not in good and bad ways right if you continue to make good choices the consequence is actually going to be positive, positive results. But it works the exact same way with all of the, the choices that we make that are sin-filled, fleshly choices. And in these moments, and I've done it, in these moments we want to cry out to the Lord. And, and He wants us to cry out to Him, right? He wants us... To, to talk with him and share with him. But it's not to, Lord, save me from this storm. Lord, help me 
so that I don't get wet. Lord, help me so that I can keep on spending money that I don't have. Lord, help me not get caught in adultery. Lord, help me not lose my job even though I'm making bad decisions every single day and not putting in my full 100%. No, the Lord wants us to do what Jesus consistently said while he was here on the earth in his ministry, go and sin no more. And that's where we get stuck. And I think for me, there were 17 years of not wanting to hear Jesus say, go and sin no more. Because I liked spending money. I liked doing things in the flesh. I liked the lifestyle that I was living, even though there was so much pain and struggle. My flesh didn't want to do anything different. And it wasn't until I fully surrendered and said, Lord, I can't do this anymore by myself. I've made such a mess of things. All of my choices have led to all of these consequences that I was finally ready to hear him say to me, okay, Amy, now I forgive you, but I want you to go and sin no more. And it was in that moment that I was able to say, okay, I don't want to keep doing the same things over and over again. I want you to do a new thing in me. I I want to be brand new. This is where we have to understand that it's not about rules. It's a heart issue. What is our heart wanting and, and how do we want to move forward? And I'm so glad today, as I sit before you today, that I'm continually trying now to make mature choices that align with God's word and recognize that when I drive into a storm, I know now that this was my choice. And what is my prayer going to be? I could pray, Lord, help me not get wet. Or I could pray for safety. I could repent of that choice. And how will I learn from that mistake? The consequence for that Sunday motorcycle ride even though it turned out fine and all of us were safe and we all ended up eating at some restaurant and, and had sunshine and beautiful skies on our way home, every single one of us got wet. Every single one of us was soaked to the bone. I'm talking it squished when I walked. But we were safe even though we couldn't see 20 feet in front of us, even though the wind came and it downpoured and there was some thunder and lightning, the consequence was 
of that becoming wet was driving into the storm. And I just want to point that out to you today. And this was such a good word for me from the Lord to help me be mindful of what choices am I making where I can clearly see the consequence at the end. Will I choose correctly? Will I, especially in heart issues, make that decision to go and sin no more? I want to leave you with a couple of verses today. One is Colossians 3.25. For he who does wrong will receive the consequences of the wrong which he has done, and that without partiality. There are always going to be consequences for our actions. And sometimes we think because we don't see them come to us right away that we've gotten off scot-free. But I've actually witnessed people who have made con- uh, who have made choices. I am one of them, right? And those consequences didn't show up until years later. And they still came. They may have been delayed for whatever reason. It may have taken time for it to catch up, but they came. And it's in those moments when we're so tempted to cry out to the Lord and say, save us from these consequences. But that's when the Lord reminds us, listen, this is what you've been doing. And this is what happens when you make these choices. And then this one strikes us right at the heart. Hebrews 10, 26. If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Yes, our God is is filled with grace and love and peace. But he also has judgment. And if we know the truth, but we don't walk that out every single day, there will be consequences for our actions. And we all will need to stand before God someday and be held accountable for the lives that we lived No one likes to think about that, right? They want to think about God as full of grace and love and joy and kindness and forgiveness, which he is all of those things. But there is also judgment and we will all face that. And we need to know God's word and understand that the choices that we make do have consequences. What are we going to choose? I can't say that I'm never going to drive into a storm again, but that Sunday afternoon drive made me realize even more so the consequence of our choices and when we freely choose. He gave us free will. How are we going to use that and what decisions are we going to make? Amen. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you that you gave us free will. I thank you that you didn't want 
a bunch of robots and you didn't want us living by a bunch of rules that we just followed because they were there. Jesus came into the world to enhance the law, to bring it to life, to show us that it's a heart issue and that each decision that we make needs to be looked at as a way that we want to follow you and do what is right because we love you, because we know that you know best for our lives, because we want to be more like Jesus. And so I just pray, Lord, that you will give us the strength, that you will help us have a hunger for your truth so that we can make those decisions and that we can go and sin no more. I pray for each person watching, each person listening today, Lord, that you will meet them exactly where they are, that you will let them know how much you love them and that you will help them walk out their faith every single day. We love you and praise you and thank you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today, for joining us. Don't forget we come together every week as a body of believers all over the world for this weekly teaching. But we also have daily devotions that happen every morning at 6 a.m. and throughout the day. You can also be with us on Wednesdays as we come together and do a community Bible study. We're looking at the Sermon on the Mount right now. And then you can join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. for Truth in the Streets. Lots of ways for you to stay connected and to help you on your journey to be more like Jesus. So thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.